0: Warm spring days are arriving. Oh, Am my I gosh. right? Isn't it great? You know what? I need a new pair of shades that i don't have to baby. Do you know what I'm saying, John? I don't want to take care of them. Let me put them on, take them off, and not to worry Look, about it. Hey, them. Dave, I know
1: exactly sorry, sorry, what I you mean. Sorry, I didn't mean to rant. Knock around is the solution. Hi, I'm Dave Barnes, and I'm John McLaughlin, <laughs> and welcome to Dadville. Dadville is a podcast where we talk about life, love, and the pursuit of awesome dadding. It's funny thoughts
0: and deep talks.
1: So please, enjoy your time here in Dadville and enjoy this episode with...
2: Taylor
1: Goldsmith from DOS.
0: Taylor, thank you for being with us, man. This is a huge huge huge
1: uh day for John and I Dude, uh, I don't I don't want to scare you off but <laughs> look <laughs> I'm just saying, it's a good thing that you're not doing this in person. Like doing yeah, this virtually <laughs> was was a good call for you, Taylor.
0: You would notice if it was in person that slowly but surely, as we interview you, we just keep getting closer. Like just 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 like inch by inch, <laughs> by the end of it, it'd
1: feel like a really bad duet from the '80s where we're just sort of looking at each other. I would just be like, you know, running my fingers through that beard just like keep going no no, no. what were you yeah. saying keep going keep going <laughs> <laughs> just, we're slowly Raleigh fingering your beard just how can we, like a little... first off let's talk about the beard first it's i wish really... people could see this is, is yeah. this the longest you've ever grown your beard
3: it is i'm like by the minute i'm waiting for my wife to either text me or yell from the other end of the house like <laughs> okay it's over time's it's up. done <laughs> get rid of it <laughs> i like that the text
0: infers that she doesn't even need to be there to know that it's over Oh yeah, which really—like yeah, I mean, she
3: cares she, she so
1: little about your response that she doesn't <laughs> oh, even need to yeah.
2: see. Oh yeah, oh
3: yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Like <laughs> she has an event on Sunday. She's like, "You want to come with me to this event?" And you know, so I have to like break out the nice tux or something that I right. haven't worn in five years or whatever. And my first question was like, "Can I keep the beard?" Fully anticipating of the resounding no. And she was like, no, no, it's fine. I was like, wow, okay. So I'm just gonna like, going to keep it going. You're like, look, I'm
0: asking you to tell me it's too much. This is me.
3: <laughs>
0: I need you to save me.
1: Someone needs to come yeah. in and stop me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's gotten out of control. It, it, but, you yeah, know,
3: because it grows. It's like as fast as like kelp or something. It's I feel like I was beardless like eight, eight weeks ago.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, you're basically taking... You you've just taken you've assimilated my ability to grow facial hair and taken it <laughs> into yourself. Yeah, you're taking it away from wait. other people, other <laughs> yeah. men. Yeah, mine in, could, in the Midwest
1: is oh, oh, always it's going straight to Such a bad scene. But um, and I don't I don't want to jump ahead too much, but like, you know, I've had my times where I have tried to do what you have done, what you've accomplished. <laughs> I haven't done it. But I've but and I don't even think I could I have that much. Like it mine's not that thick. But like I've had times where I've tried to really go for it. And my kids, I actually did this when I, when our kids were really young. There's something about like that whole season of life where you're just kind of indoors and like going yeah. out is just a thing. <laughs> and so you're like, well, I'll just stay with sweatpants and, and not shave but yeah. my my our little like daughters when they were babies they would cry whenever i would like kiss their little face and they would like you know right. break out how does that how does that work with you
3: it's well, a good question i honestly i think uh, as you could see it's it's very it's a thick one so, but so when yeah. i'm just like trying to live a normal life and and buzz, buzz it down to a reasonable uh, length it's still like kind of horrible sandpaper so, um, so yeah, that's true. I think it's worse That's true. when
2: I'm, yeah. when I think
3: yeah. my, my kid Gus can get up in here and we <laughs> could have a snuggle easier when it's like this yeah. actually, yeah. um, then when true. it's, um, buzz down, I, I'll cut his face open.
0: Mine. Are- <laughs> affectionately affectionately yeah mine mine only i can only grow what's like the like the dad bod version of a beard like you know what i mean where everybody's kind of (laughs) like is everything okay like is it you know do we need to call anybody or should we call (laughs) Annie to make sure you're okay um okay so we we have to formally introduce you so we have taylor goldsmith with us and and so taylor we read these what we call the brag sheet at the top of these so people can uh people can know a little bit more about you um which we've got you. a long one for
1: uh, Dave, are you gonna read this whole thing? Yeah, just oh, buckle, wow. up. Buckle, buckle up. Buckle
0: buckle up. Okay. So Taylor is best known as the lead singer and lead guitar player and uh primary songwriter for Dawes, who, John, I mean, this is going to be the Chris Farley interview. I'm just yeah. warning you, Taylor. This is going to be a lot like, remember when you went, changed keys on that one song? Um, People
1: will be ordering restraining orders on your yeah. behalf for us. You know what I just realized? There needs to be
0: an app where you can order a restraining order. But I digress. Um, so uh, lead singer for Dawes, released, they've released seven studio albums, two EP and one live album, uh, appeared on... Uh, Christmas in LA with the Killers, which, man, I mean, is there anything cooler than being on a Killers album, by the way? Uh, no, I literally think that is no. the pinnacle yeah. of coolness. Uh, <laughs> Someday Never Comes with John Fogarty, which is CCR. I mean, that's too You're coming in hot there, man. That's like, that's amazing. Uh, was on an episode of Parenthood, which is so cool, as the band, which I think is really cool. Uh, the song Just Beneath the Surface from Stories Don't End was featured on the uh, episode Independent Movie of the animated series American Dad. All of these are like the cool, like you're literally ticking yeah, I, off. This
3: is cool. I yeah, yeah of you of probably, probably forgot. Not I was gonna to, say yeah, yeah. yeah, you're like oh, No you're one's ever that. talked about the American Dad though. <laughs> well, honestly. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's that's what we do. That's what we do.
0: Didn't a uh, did an arena tour with Jeff Lynne's ELO, which that is oh uh, i i feel like I'm, i gotta keep moving because i just want to camp out there for a second right. no, which this fun is the rest fact? rest of the interview I, I, this is the yeah we're day. done just this. i just i've been i've been on this huge beatles paul mccartney deep dive and oh, that sweet. record that they did together the, the um flaming pie record what a masterpiece oh, yeah. that record is that's a whole other conversation yeah. uh latest album is called good luck with whatever produced by dave cobb recorded here in nashville folks at rca studio a which is y'all recorded here a good bit hadn't you
3: yeah, uh, our album, All My Favorite Bands as well, and then the yep. Middle Brother thing that I did.
0: Yeah, that's right. And yeah. no calls to me or John to hang out, which we are quickly moving through that, <laughs> formed uh, Middle Brother, <laughs> which Let's you just spoke on. of in 2010 with Matt Vasquez of Delta Spirit and John McCauley of Deer Tick, and uh, released an album in 2011, which is... I'm telling you, this just feels like all of these are getting cool. Asked by T-Bone. This is, is, other than you being the lead singer in one of the best bands in the world right now, which we'll get to that. (laughs) This is amazing. Asked by T-Bone Burnett to join the Basement Tapes, where he wrote and recorded songs based uh, on uncovered lyrics. This is, uh, yeah, like uh, lyrics that Bob Dylan hadn't released or done anything with, right, in in 67. found Um, lyrics from that same thing. Golly, and the the lineup is a joke on this. I remember seeing this, and I was like, Marcus Mumford, Jim James from My Morning Jacket, Rihanna, Giddens. I mean Elvis Costello. That was, yeah. geez, was that amazing? By the way,
3: yeah. Uh, especially like I, he knows this, so if he ever hears this, he'll he won't he'll hopefully just chuckle. But like I, I was always obsessed with Elvis Costello's music, and I never met him before that project. Mm. And so when he got there, I was I really had to. Um, I learned a lot about how to like be around your heroes. Cause I, I, I made, I made the, the, the mistakes um, and made him uncomfortable. <laughs> and then I also, I, I was also able to get in there and like nerd out and be like, is that you playing piano on this one song? And, and, and yeah. he, he was willing to meet me there um, in yeah. a really special way. Um, so it was that, that let alone, let alone yeah. like looking on a piece of vinyl afterwards and seeing a, Co-writing credit with Bob oh, Dylan, which I like, mean, come on, it's it not like we were over in the same—we were never in the same room or anything, but but it was still yeah. like this is this is the—I can't believe this. I never thought that to is, dream this.
1: <laughs> that, my my tactic always when you're meeting your heroes is just uh, talk about their beard first and foremost, <laughs> just you know,
3: even if they don't have it. You know,
0: and then see where yeah. it goes from there yeah, yeah. yeah i had i had the closest thing to a nightmare for that for me was we had i was doing a christmas record here in nashville and we had um david hungate from toto you know who oh, played on wow. the all the boss gag stuff. i mean was in that sort of um world with Picaro and all those guys where they were just like the band like everybody i mean you know in la they were just popping around so he comes in he, he's his total farmer vibe but he's a he's a killer obviously a killer player but really great stand-up player and so my, the guy that was producing the record with was like, I think we can get Hungate to come play. So he shows up and I mean, everybody in the room is just like, oh my God. And he's so cool. Well, we break for lunch and I'm, I'm such a music geek, like, it, and I can't withhold my excitement for things. So we sit down on the couch together and we're all kind of eating. And I turn and I'm like, David, uh, I don't want to be that guy. And literally he looks at me before I can finish sentence and he goes, well, then don't. Wow. And it is dead quiet. No, listen, it's dead quiet for about Three seconds, and he turns like, "Dude, I'm kidding." Ask me anything you want. The the (laughs) whole room exhaled (laughs) all at the same time, and it was like thirty minutes of the greatest nerdery in the history of time. But there was that moment where I was, I mean, my producer, who's like an older guy, he's around the same age, he looked at me across from room and he's like, what have
3: you just done? And I was like, oh. I'm, I'm like with my eyes,
0: like, I'm so sorry. And then David, <laughs> says, man, I'm kidding. Ask me
1: anything you want to So we much were- <laughs> can happen in three seconds. Oh, oh, oh my yeah. gosh. And, and,
3: and any intentions you have are like out the window. We we did a thing where we backed up Chris Christopherson for something and oh, he was like gosh. my favorite. Like tr- yeah. just su- truly top of the list. And when he walked in the room, I remember my inner dialogue of like, don't do it, Taylor. Don't do it. Just be professional. You're his guitar player. Be professional. And then yeah. he's like, hey, I'm, I'm Chris. And first thing out of my mouth was, you were friends with Roger Miller. <laughs> Dude's
2: face was he the king of
3: the road <laughs> yeah. and he's just like well yeah you know oh uh, uh, well, i went to nashville never realizing all my heroes would eventually become my friends and i'm like oh, oh my god yeah. you're so just, cool. just that line,
0: yeah. line. on, like speaking of let's be friends here's some of my yeah. hair <laughs> <Yeah>. um <laughs> can I have some of yours yeah. um so, I mean, and this, this actually goes right in, performed, uh, we're not even done with your thing, performed <laughs> on albums by Jackson Brown, John Fogarty, Dave Rawlings, Mandy Moore, um, who you sh- all should connect. I think y'all be a good fit and Sarah <laughs> yeah. Watkins. I mean, this is, what, what a line of things, One are the things that I wanted to ask you about? Well, let me say this first. So, so is if John, we've already outed ourselves, but we're huge fans. We saw, um, John, were we at the same show that they played at the Ryman? Um, was that no? The you same didn't show take me so, to that show. I, I, I walked right into that one. Yes, um, <laughs> you went with another um, friend. Just, I mean, what a I, you know. I, so I have this music podcast too, and I've talked about y'all in there. And the thing that I said on that podcast, Taylor, is I think the thing that is so that night was such a great night. It was an incredible show. But I was think this I the last left, time we were there it was two ago, and okay, uh, so. and it was I just remember leaving feeling like because I couldn't make this last one and um also jealousy and just seeing you in person maybe want to hug you and maybe stab you but that's a whole other conversation um but uh but I just remember leaving thinking man you guys are such a great band like y'all's y'all are great players and I think that's something that's like I think seeing y'all all all of my friends that went that was literally like everybody was like they were so tight like it was you know not that I I don't know why I wouldn't have thought that but it was just such that y'all were incredible The the whole thing was ridiculously uh well executed and just so musicianship um the musicianship was just so good like and that was kind of my pitch to everybody that asked how it was i was like guys i mean obviously you know their music but you gotta see them because it's it's they're they're really great players (laughs) um which is this really i think that's such a that's such a huge like tool to have in the kit where it's not just like you know it's a cool band let's go see them it's cool it's great music but like I was just so blown away by how great everybody was as players.
3: I appreciate um, that. I mean, it's. it's do do it's, y'all uh, think
0: of yourselves that way? Do you know what I mean? Is um, that something you
3: Not me. I mean, I feel like like being around um, Griffin and, I mean, everybody in the band, like they're all, they all have this, like, certain kind of training that I don't have. But, but, uh, uh, so I sometimes I'm always looking to them like, is what I just did okay? <laughs> um, but, uh, <laughs> but. <laughs> But um, it's it's definitely something that has become, I guess, over time, as we've gotten, you know, as we've just toured for so long, there are times where, uh, you know, I would say nine nights out of 10, I am behind the lyrics that I'm singing. I'm in it. I'm, I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not, or maybe I should say nine songs out of 10, because it's never like, it's probably never 100% of a night, but it's also never 0% yeah. of a night.
2: Right, right, um,
3: <clears throat> um, but the one thing that I, that I'm always like, okay, here I go is, uh, for, a for just playing guitar <laughs> with those guys. Really? Um, like, so if there's a bit where we can go to outer space together and hang out there for five minutes. Um, it's our, it's kind of like what gets us high. It's the thing that takes us yeah. to that place. Um, but I, you know, it's cool to hear what you're saying because sometimes, like, I, I, I think like, well, you know, our our fans might just want to hear all your favorite bands the way we played it the first time, and that's it. They might just want to hear these lyrics, and and that's all. Um, but then we're just like getting squirrely and like, you know, <laughs> chasing the dragon or something. And I don't yeah. know if they, uh, I'm, I'm. Sometimes I'm like, I don't know if they see us as the band we see ourselves as.
1: Yes. Which, yes. That oh, doesn't
3: yeah. ma- matter. That doesn't change yeah. how we're gonna live and 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 be our band. But but I just sometimes I'm like, oh, I hope you're into this because it's gonna yeah. happen anyway. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the dragon must be chased. Yeah. Well, yeah. I feel I feel like that. I mean, we could probably interview every band and every artist, and I would imagine 99 out of 100 would identify with that, how whatever you want to call it, like that that sort of like dance where it's like all right when you're making the set list who are you making it for are we because if we're making it for the band it's one set list if we're making it for the Mm -hmm. fans it's a completely different set list at least that's in in my situation you know if if i were making a set list for my fans it's like oftentimes i'm like they think they know what they want but if i played the show that they say that they want it would be we would all be asleep seven songs Oh, because it it would be seven piano ballads you know
3: yeah oh you're it's a it's cool to hear you say that i think about that a lot i think about even how when when there's these disruptive moments in bands careers where you get angry about decisions that a band's making and you think like Mm -hmm. why didn't you just do it like the first record or why didn't you just do it like the fourth record or the third record whatever it is and the reality is if someone did play by that rule book and, and make every record according to what a fan thinks that they want. And I, I include myself in that fan quote unquote. Um, totally. Yeah. So I'm not saying like, I'm, I'm aware of something that's no one else's. I have these same reactions, but I do think in the longevity of it, I appreciate the, 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 Ill, the, the bad feelings. I appreciate being angry at the, my favorite artists. I appreciate the missteps mm-hmm. because it gives me, my own conversation I can have with myself of like, oh, well, you could look at this year and they're on fire. But if you look at this year, that's not me. That's not that doesn't represent me the way that the year after does. And and <laughs> whereas if it's all gravy and it's all great, then I'm going to be like, yeah, that band rules. And I don't talk about them ever. And then mm, all of a sudden I right. like it like the, the once the conversation's over no one's engaging. Like you wanna yeah. argue about the weird Neil Young records. Totally. You wanna argue about <laughs> 80s Dylan. It's well
1: important. and the the minute the minute that you as the fan feel yeah. like the band is kinda like making the record for you a hundred percent, like entirely this weird kind of like no no no. That's not what we yeah, want. Yeah. You know? Yeah, well it's, and
3: it's and I be, I think it's because artists in general, and especially popular music, because it's probably like Historically speaking, we're still in this moment where that's probably like the most mainstream thing. But it's well, I think a big thing that we're reacting to is someone's freedom and someone's mm-hmm. someone's ability to express their essence, um, you know, and and have full permission. Like sometimes yeah. I'll listen to like a Grateful Dead record and be like they're not hitting it right now, and these aren't songs that like tell me who I am. But there's something that's happening right now that I that that is making me react viscerally. Um yeah, and it yeah. and I think it's because they're so free. And yeah, if they man. ever started doing what you're saying, and they ever started being like, Well, let's make sure that we're optimizing album sales by making music according to an algorithm or a radio person's advice, we would sense that lack of freedom. And we would totally. be like, absolutely. I mean the minute, now you're fully
1: Right. The minute right. that an artist says the word optimizing it's like oh no yeah the whole the house of cards just fell yeah yeah well you know too the the, the, the two things oh god (laughs) i just my pants got a little (laughs) tighter um the the
0: you know the two things i think about is that that lindsey buckingham moment where he you know he turns in tusk and warner is like you know this is after rumors which it sold like 11 million records that album Uh, 11 yeah that that year and apparently the conversation basically went like they were kind of like okay what was that because they listened to it and he was like, "Listen, one, we just gave you all 11 million record sales, uh, but we need to put this out for for our um, le- like uh, to be legit. Yeah. So people don't just see us as like a pop radio band. Like we need to have some artistic integrity. But we'll give you more stuff. But like we just need this moment to get out of where this trajectory is going to take us if we let yeah. it. Yeah, because it's just going to turn mm-hmm. into a band that just produces irrelevant radio fodder." And, and they were like you know and it's still I mean which is hysterical, it still sold like three or four million records yeah, yeah. but you know that's why we, <laughs> that's why nobody knows the word Fleetwood Mac anymore um <laughs> no but you know it, it's, it's it's one and then two you know we we John and I were on a podcast the other day and we talked about this but I think too something that I'm trying to think a lot more because I'm 43 now I'm like that I'm trying to think a lot more about as I create music still is you know if if I can think about what it would be like to be you know where Paul McCartney is, where he's looking back on a career, where all of our heroes are now, where they're looking at the body of work, and you can trace things through it. It's not just this sort of like flat line across. Like here's all the music I made, but you're going like, I wonder why that record did that, and then he did hit, you know, mm-hmm. whoever the heroes are. But yeah. to go like at some point, you know, 20, 30 years from now, hopefully I'm going to look back and go like, man, yeah, there's some moments where I'm kind of like, ah, that wouldn't. But it actually makes the whole thing much more interesting and more mm-hmm. relevant to each other. And yeah. I think there's something too, to kind of go in, you know, when you have this freedom to create, like you're saying, um, it just creates for a more interesting story. And I think yeah. if, cause there's times where I have to go 43 year old Dave can't make this decision. 65 year old Dave needs to right now, which is like, what's mm. it going to be like to look back on this moment and not be quite as concerned with like, you know, w- whatever the context is now, because that's going to inform a lot of different things than going, no, I want to be able to really think about this fast forward a little bit. And I bet I'm going to be a lot more proud of that then, you know, Yeah. And and
3: it's so cool. You're you're making decisions based on like how you yourself will feel about them. Uh, And I guess what I mean by that is uh, I think that we're all building this same sandcastle just with our own individual names on it. Um, But then like the reality is the only person really paying attention in the way that we would love everyone to pay attention (laughs) is yourself. Um, And that's all. That's the only person. I've met some yeah, of like so the true. the I, I've met like big Dawes fans like I'm your biggest fan and and then like you know not that I like then engage and start talking about myself but if I'm like if somehow it comes up like oh well that that one song for our third record blah blah blah, like I don't know what that is and <laughs> so it's like oh and you're you're like a big fan so like so that yeah. so I think like this this um this sort of that myth. Myth building that you're talking about is for 65 year old us. It's not for anyone it, else.
2: Yeah, like other, unless you're that's Bob true.
3: Dylan or Joni or something. Yeah. But like, yeah,
2: yeah. Um, yeah,
3: but even then, it's like, they it's, who cares? Like, they, they don't have anyone to talk to about it. Like, like they, they, it's it's still for them, even though um, I probably nerd out as hard as they do about their lives. Um, but you know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, oh, absolutely. Totally. And I think about now. You know, we talked about this in that same podcast with you having your son now, like. That's the other thing that I got kind of like, it got yeah. really emotionally heav- heavy for me because I'd never thought about this. Is, you know, with my three kids, there's going to be a day when I'm gone and all of this music's going to be sitting there.
2: Yeah.
0: And it's like to sit and really, I, I hadn't, I, I mean, you know, doing this 20 years professionally now, I had never really given that a lot of thought. Like, you know 40 years from now i mean and, and what gets real crazy is 200 years from now you know when you're yeah. like great 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 grandchildren you know whatever I would, but even I, just I with my...
3: no one will know those kids <laughs> oh, who we are
0: they'll be eating music i don't know what happens then like you just <laughs> shove it in your ear
3: it's it, i mean I don't, I don't mean to jump in but like i had this thought when i was talking about charlie chaplin and how much i love his movies and like someone was like oh that's cool that you're like into like a niche thing like charlie chaplin and I'm like he was the biggest movie star oh but ever yeah yeah ever and now he's seen as this like this corner hobby guy if you're into it and and in 50 more years it'll just be like nobody knows so like i so it's it's like you could be like this legacy building that we get a little caught up in if we're not being healthy about it in our brains um it's like it's it's like that you can you can be the (laughs) Beatles and everyone will forget you oh yeah yeah Yeah. you good well
0: and I think that's what's so in a weird way special about my kids is because if there's anybody that's going to be at least a little interested yeah yeah them but just to think like these songs are going to matter or at least inform them you know at least will give them some sense of like this is who he was and and even you know along the integrity line even just in those moments there's sometimes I'm like for no other reason just that someday they can listen and go god he really sounds like he was really trying to be true to what he felt like he was supposed to be doing you know or whatever it is yeah. like that was this really like wonderfully potent thought to me the other day you know going yeah like, that's man you know could you i mean you know with your we're about to get into this if we ever get off this subject But i think like with with your you know dad doing music it you know it's just crazy to think that we have these ways our kids with ours and you possibly with your dad but like you have these ways to interact with them that are that are that way which is really mm. interesting you know like on a day when my kids are missing me, that they can just put on a song and suddenly it's like, you know, sit mm-hmm. in front of your house with the you know lights yeah. off, just sitting in your car listening to your dad sing. That's got to be really weird, but it encourages me because I'm like, I want them to know the most distilled version of me that I can give them within reason, and that's another reason to sort of try to keep this thing interesting and and follow whatever that thing in you that's that's going is, you know.
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's it, I I think about this all the time, and it's cool to hear you guys talk about it because you're obviously way further down the road than me. I just have one and. He just turned one. Um, but I do think about this and I talk about this and, and it's funny because in some ways when it comes up, it's, it's a little heartbreaking. Um, mm. And then in other ways, it's very inspiring and motivating. Like uh, one of my friends who's an actor, um, he, when we were talking, cause he just had a kid too. And he was, uh, he was saying how it didn't change what's important. It changed why it's important. Um, and wow. that, that I thought was really a great way to put it. Cause there were, I was having this kind of conflicting emotion of like, am I supposed to stop wanting to stack the records? Am I supposed to stop wanting to, to, uh, build a thing? Uh, cause mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. he's my main character in my story. I'm not the main character yeah. in the story anymore. Yeah, that's really well Um, said. and, but, and, and he was like, no, no, like still do it. But, but now your reasons are different. And I was like, yeah. Oh, okay. Now, now it makes not all is clicking. But I then another that, friend yeah. of mine, um, but another friend of mine, when we were talking about like that whole thing of like I don't know passing down memories uh, in whatever shapes they take, he said, uh, and he's this guy's a musician. He was like, my daughter, I told her like, you know, you see all those records on the wall, and these are collected records, not not um, not his own. I mean, he has a lot of his own, but he just has a wall of all his years of record collecting, and he tells his like 14 year old daughter like. I want you to have these someday. Mm. And um, her response was, do I have to take all of them?
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> just puts it all in perspective. Yeah, <laughs> that, third, <laughs> oh, that third Charlie oh. Daniels record just doesn't resonate <laughs> with me. Um, but yeah,
3: it's like, it, it. I think that that was kind of profound too. Cause it's like, oh yeah, I want, I want this music. The one person I want to like Dawes more than anyone mm, would be my mm-hmm. son. And I'm sure you yeah. guys feel the same. That sound, nothing sounds more special, but I'm also totally ready and cool with him being like, EDM is the best thing ever. I don't know why the <laughs> f- you make the music you make, it sucks. <laughs> um, and I, and I want to support that if I can, yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I don't know who. Uh, like
1: you uh, could again. lower your overhead so much, but just, <laughs> yeah, all you need yeah. is a thumb drive. <laughs> yeah. I mean, why are you yeah. doing it like this dad? <laughs> yeah okay nobody, so, but,
3: nobody does this
1: <laughs> we could go on like this for hours but I, I let's go back to uh beginning taylor tell tell us a little bit about like where you grew up and and i mean we know a little bit about what your dad did as a as yeah. a profession but let's go back even further like where'd you grow up what was the house like that you grew up in what was the vibe in the house all that
3: um original angelino always lived here um, hope to live somewhere else someday for a little while at least, but I haven't. Um <laughs>
0: it hasn't worked yet. Uh,
3: uh, yeah, it's just like we're tour too much and and I, everyone's here, so it's hard to, but I, I do love it here. I mean uh, LA everyone likes to make fun of LA. I feel like LA is a part of um so many so many feuds that LA's not aware of. Like you go to San Francisco and they're like, Yeah, well we're San Francisco, so fuck L.A., like oh, we weren't aware of this.
1: <laughs> we love. Oh, you we guys. A, is this a turf war?
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, yeah like, we love us and we love you. Same with New York. I just sometimes <laughs> there seems to be this competition that like is lost on L.A. I don't know if that's true, but it feels true to me. But um, my ha- uh, our house was our uh, our dad was very musical and very supportive. My brother is five years younger than me, also in Dawes. For anybody who doesn't know, mm-hmm. um, great drummer, such a he's great the drummer. drummer yeah. yeah, and um, so we grew up, you know people would come over for dinner and it'd be like, okay, now dad and Taylor and Griffin are going to go sing some song in three part harmony. And no way, you know, like, I mean, not like, not a good song. not not done. Like particularly (laughs) like what wouldn't blow your mind, but it was, it was just a very, uh, it was very creative in that sense. Yeah. Um, and I, I never, I feel very lucky that I never had that period of like, finding myself for better for worse i mean like maybe you know i just there was never a poem, moment where it's like am i am i a musician or am i a pizza guy um like i just there was no there was never a question it was just some from four years old i remember if people asked like what do you like to do He's like i like to sing so that's a yeah, whole, it's, who, it's who i am um and i'm not saying that in any woo-woo way it was just sort of like yeah it was just in the house, and I said it from an early enough age to where it was manifested into, like, that's what, I, that's, like, I, you know, just laser beam focus on, like, once school's over, this is what I do. That's, there, there's Jeez. no second yeah. thought. Um my, And what would, do you remember,
1: like, what inspired that from the very beginning? Because I'm the same way, and I remember, really? like, a, a Billy Joel tape. I remember seeing it when I was, like, five years old and being like, that's that's what I want to do. That's the coolest thing I've ever seen, you know. Oh wow! I, wish was,
2: I that anything, a like was that anything? Was
1: anything with your dad? I mean, I feel like I the, mean, that's, the, that's the hallmark version would be yeah. that, yeah. just the yeah, osmotic nature. Hey, I mean,
3: I don't. I wish I could. I uh, I wish I could pinpoint it a certain moment, but I don't know if there's that. Like, but it definitely is my dad. I mean, like yeah. the fact that he would sing and entertain people, and and it and then we would go to like you know he would take us to. This sounds wild, but like uh, AA picnics, he was in the, he was in the program. And we mm-hmm. would go to these like picnics where everyone looked like they were in hell's angels or something. And, um and then they would all get up on stage and like talk about sobriety and like rock out. And, and I was like, these guys seem awesome. um yeah. So like, there was a lot. And then, and then just like, you know, the, the, my dad playing around LA with his, with his uh, groups at this point, like music wasn't really, his uh profession anymore it's just it was it was more of a secondary thing but you know it's like Mm. oh tonight i'm gonna stay up too late i'm gonna be tired at school tomorrow because i'm gonna see my dad play at a club
2: um and so so that
3: i think that that hit hard and it was it just felt like oh that's that's who i am and then i think um griffin kind of followed in that and then of course like turning 18 it, it became like oh how do i how do uh, and I love my dad, but how do I um, reject his school? You know, uh, yeah. because we, it, in our house, in his mind, it was like it's James Brown, it's Otis Redding, it's Four Tops, it's Temptations, Bob Dylan sucks.
1: Uh, oh my god, like like, wow.
3: like like Grateful Dead sucks. Oh
1: man, so um, you like, really it, rebelled.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, and I and I, it's like I don't know if he would have ever put it like that, but that was like the message that was delivered. Yeah. I mean, he obviously he hipped us to the Beatles and he did it in chronological order and he hipped us to the Stones. And so like, it wasn't all RB, R&B and soul, but he definitely, that always felt like it was on this pedestal. Like if you really want to be a musician, that's what real musicians sound like. And then I got to an age where um, honestly, I think it, it might, it was probably a combination of like, how do I become my own guy? How do I react to what my dad's taught me? But also how do I like, Find a lane that fits what I'm capable of, and my dad can sing exactly like James Brown. That's what is what is what his throat can do. With right. me, it was like I can't do that, and I don't want to do that because I can't do it. So, wow, Leonard Cohen's awesome. <laughs> like, and there yeah. there became uh, and I you know, my love of books was was a thing from early on. So these guys that really dealt in words um, mm. became something where it's like, oh, this is me actually. Um, and then, um, you know, I should say in fairness to him, like when I was 18 and being like, dad, like, please listen to highway 61 with me. Um, he was like, this is incredible. Like, Oh, yeah. oh wow. Like, like these words are amazing. Yeah. He can't sing. I, I stand by that,
2: but, but, yeah. uh,
3: <laughs> um, but this, this, this is a great songwriter. So, so, you know, he, 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 uh, I, he turned me on to everything. And then I turned him on to a few things that he, that he opened his mind to at a later age. Um, our mom was definitely like, don't be musicians, not like in a bad way. She was, but it was just like, it, whatever you do, uh, make sure you have a college <laughs> degree first. And we're like, no, yeah. we won't. Do that. Uh. Just that kind of cliche story. Um, because we didn't have anything going for us. It was just like, I want to not go to school and I don't have any other thought as <laughs> to uh, <laughs> uh, so what my plan is. Um, so, but, so once we started touring, then it was like, um, OK, you guys are going to do this. And and um, and then at that point, they, she was very supportive. Our dad was always like, yeah, hell yeah, you have to. Yeah. Um, so it was uh, we I, I, you know, it's not like. We're, we're, we're exceptionally lucky and, and I, yeah. I, I think about that all the time um, in re- response to the, the music that we make and the art that we make. Some of my favorite stuff comes from very um, troubled people. Um, and mm-hmm. I, and, and that, that's kind of a whole other conversation as to, to what extent are we witnessing that being exploited? And like, we're kind of like right, right. addicted to someone else's meltdowns yeah. and and how much of that is actually like, uh, used in an edifying way for their experience and for ours. Um, and I, and for me, it's just like, I'm I, I like to think that I know how to write songs, but like um like i don't know like when i put on a fiona apple song i'm like this is genius and she's burning and i love it um and i and she has a complicated history from what i understand i don't know all the particulars i would never pretend to but uh and i just think like for a guy like me like yeah i don't know i mean i'm not it's not trying to i don't know like say poor me but it's like it's just a weird thing to be like, yeah, I feel pretty adjusted. I feel pretty normal, and I hope I have something to say that's interesting, even yeah. though like I feel like it's not an interesting package.
1: Yeah. No, I think that that's really fascinating, because being <laughs> such a fan of your music and hearing all these lyrics that, I mean, there's so much that I just, I'm trying to accept the fact that we're just not going to get to everything that we want yeah, to talk about. <laughs> I mean, we could go it. line by line, Taylor. <laughs> but some, some of the lyrics that you have written that I'm like, this how does this come from, and I didn't know this until this conversation, I'm like, I, I'm curious what your past is, but I'm like, man, if I had to guess, I'm like, th- this guy has been through some stuff. How do you yeah, write he, these lyrics? He was homeless at five. You <laughs> yes, know, like, I'm uh, like, that story yeah. writes itself. But that, that's fascinating that it, that it was, uh, you know, that you had the path that you, that you took. We, we, um, we had Abner Ramirez from Johnny Swim on a couple months ago, and we talked a little bit about that that you alluded to like sometimes the artist that's kind of like on a pedestal and we're all benefiting from like this sort Madness. of like cycle yeah. of dysfunction and it feels yeah. i was saying to him like well, I, I i but go ahead.
2: go
3: ahead no 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 sorry i'm interrupting
1: no i was just saying to him that uh i love their he and amanda's you know in this 2022 world there's so much transparency of what we get to see mm-hmm. of people's lives and i'm like it kind of like as a fan of theirs uh it it feels good to be like Now i feel like i'm listening to something that i don't have to feel slightly icky about benefiting from it you know what i mean yeah. like there isn't like this madness and dysfunction going on
2: yeah
3: i think i think about that um with with um how what i what i'm drifting towards as as a fan Um, and Mm -hmm. I do find it's sort of like, I don't know, like when I was 16 and hearing all that very dark existential emo, y like sad, bad stuff, like not bad in a, in a bad way, but like bad in like, a. this is talking about dark. Uh Um, that was important. I don't know why, but it was, Mm -hmm. I needed it at that time Mm -hmm. because I felt like all my thoughts were being put in order by someone else. Um, and now when I go to that, well, I get kind of like sick to my stomach almost. I'm like, this, this was helpful. So I'm not pretending like it's not still like, there's not a lot here, but I can't get a lot out of it now. And when I look at the artists that I do want, that I do drift towards, like instinctively, um, it's Mm -hmm. stuff that, uh, when I, when I look deeper, it's like, Oh, this person turned out pretty enlightened by the end like if you listen to like bruce springsteen do interviews now or reading bruce springsteen's yeah. book you're like this guy made it he took his yeah. art he was a he seemed like he was a lost broken person at one point and song by song brick by brick he put together a philosophy and approach and a relationship to life that has allowed him to be what comes across as one of the most together older guys older people yeah. um right. that you could ever hope to be and and uh and then all and a lot of those artists from that period or 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 other periods where it's they're still in this cycle of like and i drink too much and i'm and i dark and Mm. i don't know why you love me or i don't know why i'm leaving you i'm just like sorry you're dealing with that and that's a really well-written song but i just i can't i don't know why i would want to go through the mud with you on this the way that i did and i don't know like i I think about that with like isbel um king of Mm -hmm. nashville Um, where like, like his music seems like, oh, you're, you're becoming a better human in front Mm -hmm. of our eyes and you're sharing that with us. And I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm so in for it. Um, so I do think there's something that's really compelling about that. Um, but it's, but it's,
0: well, it's, it's it's what you said, John and I laughed about this, but like a good bit of our friends here in Nashville who play music, like come from pretty like, you know, emotionally healthy supportive families and so i i I remember like starting my career i was like this isn't gonna last long like my songs are gonna be like things is pretty great but i had a hard (laughs) day yesterday but today (laughs) it's actually pretty good again and i just thought what do we you know how do you sort of navigate you know it's a joke it literally is with with a lot of our friends because it's kind of like you know you do hear some of these just insanely well written beautiful sad songs and and what seems to be the fire that keeps so many artists going is that like yeah. dad i'm gonna show you that i could
3: do this you know <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. 60 years later
0: well you i know,
1: remember and- seeing in that that um tom Petty and the heartbreakers documentary that they put out like 10 yeah. or 12 years ago whatever so that we good. used to have on loop yeah. on tour we would watch that thing on loop and somebody in in that interview said um you know show me any rock star or like big celebrity or maybe he said rock star and i will show you someone in their life who told them they couldn't do it and most of the time yeah. it'll be it's their dad and i remember right. seeing that and being like dang all right yeah well uh, so, yeah i think what's, I, like, thanks a lot dad for all the support oh like,
2: man <laughs> that that that's you like, ruined
0: my artist career with your me. healthy love
3: yeah that that and i think i mean i that resonates with me i, I again I, I love my dad and I'm, gonna, I'm gonna see him later today but um but there, the, the, I've I've never I don't think I've ever played a show, and had him or played him a record, and had him be like that was awesome, mm. full stop. Yeah. He, it, it, yeah, I know he's my biggest supporter. I know he probably likes it more than I do, um, so I don't question that. But there oh, there is always a, but you could have. Um, and I'm you like, ah, oh, like, I feel like I'm like holding on to the rails, like, please stop whatever you're about to say. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I'm not going to do it, but it's definitely going to sit with me. Um, so, like, I don't know if it's that full dramatic version of like, because my dad would have never said, like, you can't do this. He believed right. in me more than anybody. Um, yeah. But there is that thing of like, I just want to show him that I, I know what I'm doing. <laughs>
0: Dave, John, we all love summer and our kids especially love summer but we lose that consistent schedule of when kids are in school and that can create some summer childcare problems.
1: You know what? Thankfully though, Dave, (gasps) there's a solution. What? Windy. That's W-Y-N-D-Y Listen, it's an app that connects families to college student nannies literally in minutes. These nannies are background checked, interviewed, and honestly, just awesome, Dave. That's right, John. And Wendy has been around for seven years
0: and has been used by over 20,000 families. There are hundreds of qualified college student
1: nannies on Wendy near you, working full or part-time. All you have to do is go to wendy.com dadville to start searching for a nanny. And as a special offer, they're going to knock off 50 bucks wow. off your search yeah. if you go through that link. Wendy provides top-notch service, but at a fraction of the cost of traditional nanny agencies and no ongoing fees. Okay, so
0: here's how it works. Go to wendy.com slash dadville to start your search. A Wendy concierge will find great matches for your job and set up interviews for you. You can choose the one you like.
1: Get started now because there are a lot of parents out there looking for nannies for the summer. That's right. Go to com slash dadville. John Dave yeah there we go mm, okay our next partner has a product I literally use every single day I can Dave vouch for this I started taking athletic greens because I wanted to optimize my immune system. In an easy and fun and a delicious way, Dave. Yeah, yeah. I've been loving taking my daily greens, especially knowing that there are so many great ingredients in each scoop.
0: Yeah. Can I tell you something cool, John? Please. There are 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole-food source superfoods, probiotics. I'm going to take a breath because there's more, John. And adaptogens, making it so easy to start your day off right. I
1: love adaptogens. Yeah. Yeah. You know, multivitamins are so important to incorporate into our daily routines, and AG1 ensures their greens have high-quality ingredients that your body will actually absorb. Not
0: only does Athletic Greens produce a great product, but they also give back. Did you know that, Johnny? I did know that. You did. But tell me more. Okay, for every purchase, they donate to organizations helping get nutritious food to children in need, including No Kid Hungry right here in the U.S.
1: Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. That's right,
0: because they love us, guys. So all you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com/dadville.
1: Again, that's athleticgreens.com/dadville to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance.
0: That is that's the thing. I am always so fascinated to living here in Nashville. have so many friends that um, have parents that were in the industry and grew up here i mean i'm I'm sure just like you with film and music in la but um, i'm always so fascinated by musical families or artistic families because you know i think there has to be a crazy amount of discipline with parents who have done it just like if you own an accounting firm and your son comes in to run it you know or your daughter Mm -hmm. comes in to run it to go like let me tell you how we run this firm and 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 trying to create space for when they come in and they they're like, "Hey, I'm writing songs." <laughs> not to go like, "Oh, bro, uh, let, let me guess what you listen let me show to." Show you uh-huh. what to do. Yeah, shocker. So you found right. Harvest Moon. Yeah, well, yeah, you know. But instead, yeah, yeah. Going <laughs> like that's good and listening and and not critiquing go like, you know, if you try the major there, it's gonna lift yeah. the chorus and then you know. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm always so fascinated by that, and it's something that I'm a little nervous about as my kids get older. Yeah. I'm like, man, if they dabble, I'm gonna have to really. You know, like be careful about how much I have to say or don't have to say or like God forbid they're like he never gave me any advice and I was like, I just didn't want to crush you you know. So like But you know, that weird that weird dance of having um people in your life and especially your parents who have done that thing before you. It's I mean, I tell people all the time, it's my favorite thing about living in Nashville is that my kids, like when John comes over the other day and we were hanging out, he sits down to play on the piano, and he's a prodigy. Piano, he's, I mean, John is phenomenal, and my kids are just like popping in, like, "Oh, John's playing again." And John's just playing some Chopin. It's just, wow. and I'm like, "This is not real life, kids. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is because we live in a town like this, and yeah. it's my favorite thing is that they have access to it." But I also have this part of me. It's like, man, if they choose to get into this, I almost feel like your mom, where I'm like, you know, like, uh, like grabbing about, don't you say that? Don't you, you know, like I want to do music, but you know, the yeah. Billy <laughs> Billy Madison, right. like, don't you say that? Don't you ever say that. <laughs> But, you know, just that weird discipline of trying to care for, but not, you know, nurture, but not over a inundate,
3: you know. Well, it's cool. Like, like I, I talked about this with my therapist a while ago, and, and he was, and I was talking about, like, the magic of novels for me. I'm like, wow, like the fact that these guys can do this, like, it's true. It's just mm-hmm. a magic trick. I don't know how this mm-hmm. works at all, and nothing mm-hmm. sounds cooler to me. Nothing's, no one's a bigger rock star than a novelist to me. Um, Mm -hmm. and, and he's like, if your dad was a novelist, we'd be having the same conversation about music. Wow. Um, And, and, and like, so like what you're saying about John coming over and ripping on piano, it's kind of normalizing it in the same way that it was normalized for, I imagine all three of us where it was around so much where you grow up being like, this is awesome. And like, I can do it because it's normal. Um, and Uh whereas like, I wasn't around novelists. So to me, I'm like, you don't, you're not real. Um, like that's not, <laughs> in, that, no one can possibly do that. Um, yeah. and so I thought that was really fascinating. Like, so in yeah. a way, I think it's really cool that, that they're, that all of our kids are going to experience this, like this, uh, lens, this, 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 uh, access into the world of music thinking like, oh yeah, normal people do this because that's yeah. my, that might give them superpowers. Right. right. Um, in a way that they wouldn't have had if they like, no, like if you really want to experience someone playing piano like that, you pay this much money and you go right. to this world-class theater. Um, right, right. Like maybe, maybe they have a, maybe, yeah. Do they have a leg up? Probably. Yeah. But is that awesome? Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. You know, one thing I wanted to ask before, before I forget, thinking of you and your brother and your dad and that sort of like triangle there and music being the common theme between you i i wonder like what was there ever any kind of competition being that you guys had the same kind of like connective tissue to your dad being music you know it's not like one of you was Um, the athlete and one of you was the painter or something like that well
3: i think griffin griffin will if he were here he would love to just start you know making fun of me but i think he um it was always like Taylor wants to be the lead in the play and like Taylor's going to be the singer. And I don't, I just don't want to be. Um, and I think that, that, that made, that gave us lanes in a way very early where, yeah, yeah. where, you know, he doesn't want to be up there and like sing and lead vocals on the mic. He wants to be supportive. He wants to be the drummer, um, or, or in a role like that. And I think, and we, yeah. we, we live our lives that way. And, and it's, and we, um, that's a wild thing, too, that I think about. How do uh, uh, you guys have siblings?
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, like, I actually, my uh, brother is six years older than me and a drummer. Oh, okay. And, and oh, he wow. used to play with me. Yeah. Back in the oh, day. Oh,
3: wow. Yeah. Cause I think, like, I think about this, what we're talking about in the, it, when I ask myself the question, like, obviously, our, we're raised by our our parents, but but we're also raised by our whole family. We're also raised by our siblings, younger and older. And yeah. I look at so much of my strengths and Griffin's strengths, and how they are, and our weaknesses, and how they complement each other. There's certain things that he's amazing at that um, I can't do. Like when he makes a decision of like, no, this is the right thing to do, um, I'm uh, like he's 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 done thinking about it, and, wow. <laughs> and I. I don't have that for me. It's like, well, but there's that. And then there's that. And there's that, which I've already asked myself two hours ago and there's that. And like, and I can't get out of the feedback loop and he's just like, grab me by the shoulders. Like, no, stop, stop. And, and I, and I wonder to what extent is, are we responsible in for that in each other? Like how much of that Mm -hmm. is a reaction to one another? Like he's yeah. like I yeah, see yeah. what I see my brother spiraling out, so I'm not gonna do it, <laughs> I'm not and that's it. that's gonna be me. <laughs> yeah, like um, that's yeah. He- and,
1: that's what's helpful in this situation. I'm gonna go the other yeah. way. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. And so like we're like a team that it, we're like we're we're molded according to each other's quirks, and um yeah. and it's it's yeah it's endlessly fascinating. Like there's when someone needs to be told it like strongly like no no you're we're not going to work with you. Like, it's a like, grift. this one's on you. <laughs> and, if, and if someone needs to be delicately fired or, or, or uh, not, that we fire anybody, but, but if, del- if there needs to be like, okay, let's get to the bottom of this and let's find our common ground. It's like, okay, Taylor, you're up. Like, yeah, we yeah. just, we just know this stuff. I, I hope he would yeah. say it the same way. I don't know, but, but um, it's, it's fascinating how we, we, how siblings raise each other too. Yeah. yeah
0: that's that's well said so 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 speaking of siblings and band watch how i do this so we, we have to talk about this uh we have to because i think john and i would literally not sleep tonight not having to addressed this with you so, i mean dawes is such an amazing band you are such a ridiculously good songwriter and i i hope you know that and if you don't take anything from this podcast other than a couple of white guys who think you're great that's good with me. um i uh i uh, <laughs> I, uh I mean, I I I think about. I mean, they're they're I, genuinely they're all amazing. I think when I heard a little bit of everything, I thought you must have gotten up from writing that song and opened the door and just yelled into the L.A. air, "You're welcome, world." That one's for you. And <laughs> that's ready. because I'm benevolent. I didn't you know. Don't I, even know.
1: I, I didn't think he was gonna make the album. It dude, that dude? <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> people listening, stop. Pause this podcast stop if you this have podcast. not heard this song. Go listen to this song, a little bit of everything. Like, Taylor, so my grandfather, stay with me, was a great uh, clarinetist, right? He played in big bands and all that back in the day. And he would be sitting, we'd be sitting at like, you know, Thanksgiving dinner or whatever and like chatting, and he would be talking about some piece of music that he played like 50 years before, and he would get choked up about a piece of music. So it's in my blood. It's in the family. Like I, yeah. But I will say it's only happened a couple times where I've listened to a record and, or or a song or whatever. And I can't. And this happened with that song. My buddy, Micah Dalton, a good friend of ours, played me this record play, and this song specifically. And I remember we sat in our living room. <laughs> he played the song. And then we played it again. And just in silence, we listened to it three times in a row, and then we couldn't talk about it. I I could not talk about the song for like weeks afterward. I want to tell people about this song, but I, am like, oh, I'll start crying. I'll be weird. I, it's, I, I can't tell people about it. It's such an amazing, oh, man,
0: lyric. I can't. It. it I look. I, I get it. You know, one of the things that I think is fascinating about the human condition is that Paul McCartney will never be able to enjoy yesterday. Like I grieve that right, deeply because right. you know yeah. he made it. He sees it like he sees it. Right. But I think about. You know that applies to you with this song. I'm like, I just, I think I would have gotten done with that song, and like the manifestation of Jesus would have looked at me and been like, "Listen, that's good." And I've been like, "Thank you." And he evaporated. But it's like, <laughs> it's just such a good song. I mean, did you, did you? I can't believe you wouldn't have thought that when you were done. I mean, no, maybe you I mean, did, it's, but-
3: it's, it's, it's. I liked it. I mean, I guess as as much as I like, um, my like, you know, I'm sure it's the same with you guys. Like, yeah, we write yeah, a yeah. song and we're like, "Is it good?" I don't know. It feels good yeah. to sing. Um, yeah. and With that, we were in the middle of recording our second record, and I was living in a place where I was like subletting a room in a house, and I didn't know the people that lived there at all. So I was always just kind of just sneaking by and trying to just um, like get into this room, and there was there was a piano in there, and um, and I wrote that song. It started from the chicken wing language. Like, oh, you could rhyme chicken wing with everything. And, and, that, and what that was love, a great like, way to start I love it that, it <laughs> that was the genesis of that song. <laughs> like, okay, I feel like I'm cooking with gas. Okay, I'll, I'll keep. You're I'll, like, okay, I'll, the I'll, the bulk of, of it's group.
1: done. Now let's just add some stuff.
3: He's got to fill in the rest. There's <laughs> <laughs> like then, 300
0: um, spaces open and two <laughs> taken. <laughs> like, oh, I got the rest now.
3: <laughs> okay, I'll show the guys. Um, <laughs> but then, um, but then I went to the studio that day and I and i sang it for um griffin and like mm-hmm. it just goes back to like his his personality and our producer jonathan and um I was like i have this one should we tr- should we- this is maybe just better for the next record if at all um and griffin was like no we're doing it today like are oh recording gosh. this song right it's now it's going on the record yeah basically it was like <sighs> right now um so he had the foresight but but i was sort of like I, what is this like i don't i don't know
0: I, I feel like you really do have a superpower, you know, and, and this is credit to you. So, so I don't know if you know Emily from the Indigo Girls. She is to me, the greatest lyric. I oh, mean, like, she! I, I don't so think good. anybody touches the geniosity of her. But this will give you. So she's a friend, and she texted me, uh, "Hey, you wow. need to check this song out." Uh, Moon in the Water actually was was oh, that one. Cool. But I thought, mm-hmm. and I kind of knew about what y'all were doing. This is years ago. But I thought, okay, if the GOAT to me texts me and says, hey, you need to listen to this guy's songs, I was like, I am immediately listening to this guy's songs. But I <laughs> thought, well, you can't get in my book, you can't get a higher recommendation than for her to say, hey, this is somebody you should pay attention to. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's, I mean, I just think uh, what y'all do is such a unique thing because it's these songs, and John and I laugh. I mean, you know, we're both... Years into doing this, and there's not, there's literally nothing that we dread more in the world than writing lyrics. Like John and I laugh all the time. Like you guys know Yo, don't like writing lyrics. Uh, well, it's just, it's I just mean, so hard, man. It's, <laughs> it's so, so hard. hard. Yeah,
2: it's so hard. Can you ghostwrite? I, I started like, writing like, like a... ghost <laughs> <dry>? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we can
1: figure that out. We can figure the money <laughs> out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I I started uh, a whole series called Mood that's just piano stuff. just because i i like have a a, uh i always have musical ideas right but i but like i just wanted the freedom for a minute of just like putting some music out where i don't have to think of lyrics and i I was like i could do that all day but i don't get the satisfaction it's tougher to get the satisfaction from just that if i don't do the lyric because i because i really do love the lyric it's the superpower. It, it,
3: the, the, it is the superpower, like the way that it arrives with some people. Like it's the way, what you're describing right now, where you can you can come up with music ideas all day. Um, My uh, my friend, or you guys probably know him, um, Connor Oberst from Bright Eyes. Mm. He said the same thing to me, but about lyrics. And I was like, God. that's, bonkers man he's Poor like i gift. can write lyrics all day i just don't have music ideas enough Jeez. i'm like what? like your lyrics like that's Dude, no that's yeah. crazy so yeah. like, it, like like yeah talk about a superpower like when guys can just bring it about um it's it's uh it's it's something that it's something to behold because i i fight with it i wish no, i don't I, believe
2: I, you I, I, <laughs> I do. Well, not sometimes, believe
3: you. sometimes I, I when I when it feels like oh, this is falling out, which is very rare. But it even happened the other morning when my kid woke up way too early and we're sitting in his corral and he's having a great time while I'm like. Slowly dying, um, and, 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 uh, can that be the dadville theme? <laughs> Kids are
0: having a great time while we're slowly, slowly dying because
3: he's just like, We're awake, the sun's not out. <laughs> You're like, oh, that's cool, the sun's not even up yet. <laughs> When's the sun getting here? Um... <laughs> And, and so I just started, like, I guess, like, I've heard Jeff Tweedy talk about it in a po- podcast, actually, where he, and I never experienced it until this day. And I'm not, and I didn't even put the Jeff Tweedy part of it together until right now as I'm talking to you guys. But he said that he tries to write lyrics when he wakes up because he, he feels that that like judgment brain isn't really fired up yet. So uh, um, yeah, yeah. it just kind of comes out and it's like, I'm not mad at this. I'm not mad at this. I'm not mad at this. Um, whereas yeah. a few hours later, it's like, I'm mad at all of this. <laughs> right. Um,
1: well, that uh, so, is the the main reason why I don't write. Whenever I'm not writing, that's the reason why I'm not writing because I don't want to yeah. judge what's coming out. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, I mean, once I've got something, I love it, but but right. getting there is so tough.
2: Yeah.
3: Oh, totally. And then to make it true, and sometimes it's the changing an and to a so all of a sudden makes it yeah. feel all of a sudden very real.
1: But yeah,
2: that
3: morning right. I wrote a whole. I wrote like six verses to something. And the music oh, isn't yeah. that that interesting right now, so like it's just, it's like okay that that helps me get a sense of phrasing, but the music is not, it, um, and that no. felt really cool. That was very rare. I mean, to me normally it's, it's, uh, I don't know, like um, the, you know, you mentioned Moon in the Water. I remember this is so weird. It's such a funny reference, but like that phrase was said in the movie W with Josh Brolin.
0: No way. Um,
3: uh, and like one character says, like you know something, something moon in the water. I was like, Oh, look, that that's the song title. And it just sat in my notebook for like three to six months. I don't even remember how long, but I just, I knew it was a song. I didn't know how to write it yet. Um, and, and I, and I, and I, you know, I just like fought it for a long time. And then I had the kind of turn where it's like, Oh, fishing for the moon in the water. Like, okay, I can, I, and I, and I kind of had a sense of the structure, but I still just couldn't write the song. Um, but anyway, all that is to say, sometimes they just they take so long for me to understand the functionality of it before I could even start. Um,
2: That's writing just it.
0: I I did yeah. I did I don't one I still don't believe you. God bless you. I don't believe you because I feel like every time y'all put out a record, I have to have this like moment where I'm like, before I listen to this, Dave, you have value. You have a talent. You have a talent. You can do this. People like you. Some people like you because there's gonna be there's gonna be a moment pretty quickly after I've hit play that I'm like dead gummit. Gum gum <laughs> he did it again he did it again he did it again
3: i hope okay. I, I i hope you like this next one this next one's there's only like six songs really because they're all so long um uh, oh, they're wow. all it's it's like a you know listening to like a lot of zappa and wish you were here but and like and the, the and a lot of jazz and there's still mm-hmm. a lot of lyrics but several songs are like nine minutes so i hope I hope you guys see, but it's it's it's
2: what we it's what we (laughs) hearkened
0: back to earlier. I think for me, there's nothing more I ask of people that I listen to than to chase the whimsy. Like literally, like I'm like I want you to get in, like you know, like right now, this Beatles thing I'm doing, it's been a month and a half of pretty much, I, I will not lesson, let myself listen to anything other than the Beatles. Cause I'm like, I just want that to wholly inform the way I'm thinking. And a cool. few months from now, I probably won't feel that way. But I'm like, that. that's that's to me, what's so fun about doing what we do is let those yeah. things influence you, let them come out of you and then move to whatever the next thing is. And
3: and, and, you and know? when someone honors that, it's so palpable. Like when this, I, I don't know if you guys are, I've gotten into it yet, but the latest killers album called pressure machine is Mm -hmm. the best the best i think it's my favorite thing they've ever done and there's no hits and there's a lot of ballads without drums and it's not the stadium rock band that we Mm. all know and love i mean nothing against those songs too because i love those songs just as much right but it's just like you followed the muse and it's written all over this album and i can feel it in every note And like I don't, it's, 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 it's hard to, again, it's like hard to put, put your finger on and, and as like, here's the evidence of it, but you just know, you're like, oh, you're doing this for the right reasons. And everyone can tell.
0: I think you yeah. just named my autobiography too, Ballad Without Drums. That's uh definitely <laughs> gonna be the name of that. So 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 so, so before we le- release you to the wild, we gotta talk about you being a dad. So 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 yes, please. you're it's a like- dad now. You got this little guy, he's one, he's waking up just partying at four <laughs> thirty five AM yeah. looking at you like let's get in the Mustang and make some trouble. <laughs> yeah. Um, so so i mean you know john and i both have a couple of, we have three he has two i mean that first year i we saw a kid at church the other night this i mean she is like i was like if i could anaconda ingest you like just eat her wholly without chewing i would have done it because she was just this little ray of sunshine but annie and i laughed my, my wife and i laughed later because i mean i couldn't stop playing i was just like oh, i miss this because mine are 10 7, and 5. but but immediately she was like, "Do not forget." Like, imagine taking a moment. Yeah. I was like, her hand, and I was like, "Oh god!" And it went just so dark. I was all of a sudden like, "Oh god!" I was thinking about all my emo music, like you said again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my oh gosh. gosh! I didn't know you could stretch that far. That's amazing. I can't. That's actually a friend of mine. <laughs>
0: yeah. Wow, wow.
1: Do you speaking of your friends? Do you uh-huh. ever bring your kids to the grocery store? Oh, Dave, that's like the rookiest of rookie mistakes. Oh. No, in fact, you shouldn't even bring yourself to the grocery store. Whoa! It's Thrive Market all the way, Dave. That was a trick question, and that is also ah. the
0: right answer, John. <laughs> Thrive Market is our go-to for all our grocery and household essentials, and the convenience of ordering everything on their website or app and getting everything delivered
1: to your doorstep quickly is a huge stress reliever. Huge stress reliever, and the products are amazing. Mm-hmm. Plus. You can curate your own shopping experience with a few clicks and trust that you're getting high quality products mm. so that you can shop worry free. Yes. I don't like to shop worried. You know what <laughs> God, I mean? worry shopping is the worst. <laughs> you just place an order for some gluten free items, like using the gluten free filter. Ooh. Boom. It just gives you all the gluten free stuff. Wow. I got Fit Joy grain free pretzels. Yeah. PIP corn white cheddar. Cheese balls. Guys, for those
0: of us in the loop, it's called Pipcorn.
1: No, no, no. I call it PIP. It's, a, again, a Midwestern okay. regional thing. So <laughs> And I got some Lotus ramen noodles. You are off. You're just off. You're, I'm off you're to cra- the races, You are Dave. crazy. Not only do
0: I save time shopping as a Thrive Market member, I also save money on every single grocery order, over 30% each time on average. That's crazy. They even have a price match guarantee
1: and a deals page that changes weekly. That's right, Dave. In fact, on my last order, not to be you know, competitive about it, but my last order of gluten-free items, the cost was $46, and I saved 11 bucks. <sighs>
3: Oh, I saved ten last time.
0: Plus, when you join Thrive Market, and you can enjoy it and j- join it, John. I was trying to make both those. It's words not work. an either or. It's, you can guys, it's choose your own <laughs> adventure, okay? And when you join and enjoy Thrive Market, you're also helping a family in need with their one for one membership matching program.
1: You join, they give. Save time and money and shop Thrive Market today. Go to ThriveMarket.com/Dadville for 30% off your first order plus free 60 dollar gift that's t-h-r-i-v-e
0: com slash dadville thrive market.com slash dadville and join today dave yes wait hey. sorry john yeah oh, you, okay. hey, you threw me with that yeah with i'm ass. sorry did you
1: forget my name it's fine let's yeah, move fast it's the haircut you know People don't always realize that physical symptoms like headaches, teeth grinding, and even digestive issues can be indicators of stress. Did you know that? I didn't, no. And let's not forget about the doom scrolling, sleeping too little, sleeping too much under-eating and overeating. Yeah. it's a lot of stuff. Listen, I have certainly noticed this in
0: my own life. <laughs> Balancing family, tour life, podcasting, and my personal life becomes overwhelming sometimes. Yeah. Well, awkward.
1: in a world that is telling you to do more and more and more, sleep less and grind at all times. Yeah. Here's your reminder to take care of yourself, Yep. do less, yep. and maybe try some therapy. Therapy is so beneficial when it
0: comes to taking time to better yourself. While it may have taken me a while to realize it, I know that I've seen an
1: overall improvement in my mood and energy by taking time to go to therapy. Absolutely. Yep. And BetterHelp is a customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's
0: much more affordable than in-person therapy give it a try and see if online therapy can help lower
1: your stress. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and dadville listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com/dadville. That's b
0: e t t e r h e l p.com/dadville.
1: Well, but that first year for us was was like completely different. Like my experience with little Luca, we have two girls, Luca and Liv. When Luca was born, I like i mean i could stay up all night with her like you know i'm not touring so i'm like i got nothing to do tomorrow like let's we we'll do this all night i'll just lay on the couch with her right there and not sleep and it was the best i mean her (laughs) bringing her home those first couple months that are so often just the worst and you barely even remember it it was the best for me for amy my wife she was like this is the hardest two months of my life you know yeah so what what was your experience like those first couple months what was it like for you Um
3: I mean uh, because of COVID I got to be home for the whole pregnancy oh, that's and right. and and we were that's I was nice. home for the first few months with no 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 leaving Um yeah. and that was great and like the so I know it's 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 a cliche I guess but like someone said like it was immediate it was like day 1 it felt like it felt like my life became the <laughs> like, the opening credits sequence of Game of Thrones, where it's all weaving itself into this beautiful thing. Like, I don't know if that makes any sense, but it's really how it feels. And it's been yeah. doing it ever since he was born. Like, just yes. this growing outward of, like, meaning and love. Yes, you
2: know, yes. You know,
3: of Game of Thrones' open sequence effect. Yes. Um, but, yeah, someone said, like, like like you know, it's, just, it's like someone um, – it's like your life is in color for the first time. And I know that's probably Mm. a cliche, but I was like, yeah, that nails it. Yeah. Like like, life before him looking back, like those memories feel like they're in black and white. They're like two dimensional now.
2: Yeah. And, and,
3: and the, when the memories with him are like, I'm so alive. Um, and, and so that, that part, that, that that happened on the second I saw him. Um, Mm -hmm. and, but yeah, the first year was, was hard, very hard. Uh, because, but just a, and it was less like, kid, I need sleep. You know, like th- that's real, and that I had those feelings. But it was I like more that like
0: boys. But... <laughs>
3: that's how
2: I will to him. I'll
0: tell you. I will to become a trucker, which was, really, yeah. was like, kid, I need sleep.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but like, uh, but I, it was more just like I am definitely going to drop it today, definitely. Um, <laughs> like that was that was really more the thinking, <laughs> and, and I never did. It hasn't happened yet. Hasn't happened yet. Uh, no, it hasn't happened yet. Um, but it was just like, ha- like his life is in my hands. Like this mm. is terrifying. Terrifying. Um, so that, so that's the thing that would like, would cause me a lot of anxiety. Um, I never got into the whole. Maybe you did, John, but I never got into the whole sleep when he sleeps thing. Um, to me, it was like, oh, he's napping. I finally have this time to catch up. on on a, whether it's a few pages of a book or talking to a friend or work or whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. not that I begrudge any second with him, but, uh, but it's like, I don't do anything else when he's, when he's awake. Um, yeah. And so, so that, that I never got into this flow of like, he's sleeping. I'm going to take a nap too, so that I'm rested when he's rested. Like that just didn't happen. So if if I didn't sleep during the night, I just didn't sleep at all. Is that what you think? Did you just go on no sleep?
1: Yeah, for a, a little while, <laughs> wow. I, I did because I, I like I had this picture in my mind. Like all I wanted to do, I wanted, I wanted sort of the cliche scene to play out. Like I wanted to pick little Luca up in the middle of the night and like change her diaper and then bring her downstairs and turn the TV on and I would lay on the on the couch with her like right there, like next to me, and I wanted us to fall asleep. Like I, I want, right. but I was so terrified. Uh, yeah. Like, what if she rolls <laughs> off? Like, yeah. And so I I never slept. And also, like, I think I did permanent damage to the tendons in my left arm from like, oh. just because the whole time you're just like holding them like, a you know, yeah. so tightly. So you don't, you know, so I think I took some years off of my life. Oh, yeah. yeah, dude. For a while there. But I do remember day one that we were home. I remember in the morning <laughs> making breakfast and I'm holding Luca in my arm. And I did the thing where you crack the egg with one hand and did that. And I remember that was like a moment where I was like, I think I'm going to be good at this.
3: (laughs) That's amazing. (laughs) That's so
1: cool. I think we're going to be all
0: right. (laughs)
3: <laughs> so Taylor, the thing,
0: the thing that I'm curious about with you and Manny, is it something where like, you know, y'all go in and sing harmony to him to wake him up like you're always yeah, the assume. third. She's the, you know, she's holding it down and like, uh, like She y'all... plays out like a skit and you score
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. it. Yeah,
2: yeah.
3: Well, it is funny because like, like you know, she's the voice of, of the princess entangled. So mm-hmm. when we're reading kids books to him, I'm doing my best um, and I'm doing an okay job, I guess. And then it's her turn to read a book. Ah, and I'm just like, damn! Like I'm even like way engaged now. Like, <laughs> and Gus is just like, whoa! This is good. This is so much better than when Dad does it. <laughs> He's like, but
0: man, the soundtrack to this is incredible, Dad. <laughs> yeah, it's right. really yeah. compelling. Yeah that 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 is something that I mean, do y'all find that like, what is it like to be cr- two creatives as parents? Like, what is that dance like? And and and. Are there things that y'all really prioritize? Are y'all seeing already? Like, man, we want this to matter, or we want, you know, because I imagine like if I had married another creative, we would have lost the babies, numerous. Like, <laughs> you, you said you were gonna. Well, I started that idea. Well, no, I don't know where he is. Right. I don't. You know, it'd just be a lot of that. I mean, what what is that like with y'all?
3: Well, she's. Um, I'm the I'm the spiciest person you might have ever met, um, and she is the most together person. Like, oh wow! And, okay. And, oh yeah, it's not it's like like it'll will i'll wake up and she'll be like this is time this is the time you take the cat into the vet after that you gotta take us into the this da, 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 da. and i'm like okay got it do it i'll do it all and uh I, I, I don't i can sometimes do all the things um but and uh she's just she's so good at keeping our life organized and stuff and like uh-huh. you know when it comes time to like Given a really good raspberry on his belly that's my that's my yeah, that's where you come in that's where the beard comes in. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or, or, or i don't
0: think it's a just... raspberry with a beard it's some of yeah, it for, yeah. it's a kiwi i think it's a kiwi
2: so suddenly always the,
3: i definitely like i'm on the ground crawling and playing and she's and she's kind of like making sure every the, yeah. the, so she it, she's a fascinating creative because she's very creative yeah. But it doesn't – I hear what you're saying because I am that guy where I, I lose stuff. And every time we walk out of a restaurant, someone hands me my sunglasses that I left on the table. Um, um, and so I can't go places by myself. Um, but, uh, but, but she's really – she's she has a mind for all of life. And, and I, so we're, we're, Gus and I are very lucky.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. What what do you think do, have you have you discovered any like superpowers that you think you have? That's always a fun question me ask like newer dads is like you're like I'm actually unbelievable at this and I didn't think I would be or I love this and I didn't think I
3: would. Um I it's weird. It's like I don't want to like toot my horn but but I think I'm relatively good. I mean, I I think I've hit that my threshold, but um I think I'm really good at I'm better than I thought I'd be, I should say. Uh at recentering and 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 maintaining patience and remembering oh, wow. when when something that is frustrating is uh is not because he wants it to be that way like you know like when he's really really struggling and it's whether he's uh you know the early days and he's um awake and just furious and just crying and and it's so it sounds heartless but it's so tempting to to, to make it about you and to be like, Wait, yes. no, this isn't right. convenient. Um, I don't want this for me, so stop. Um, but, but uh,
0: I, I don't I, want that this is, for me, that is so, so stop. true. I just like that as a comment left to its own.
2: I, whatever <laughs> you're doing, me, son, I don't so, want for me. I don't want this for me, so could you stop what you're doing? I, yeah. <laughs> That's a great. Comment.
3: But, uh, but like that, 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 yeah. I get it? Finding those mantras of like he doesn't want to feel this way. And, and I, I can, I can bring my temperature down and, 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 you know, it's not like I'm like losing my tempers. I feel right, like right, I, right, right. I'm keeping it cool from, from the, from the jump um, in a way that I honestly just didn't know. It's those things where it's like, you're going to meet a version of yourself that you've never met before. And, yeah. um and if you, if that part of you sucks, <laughs> I don't know how yeah. much you can do about it. Yeah. Um, well
1: man, I mean I I'm, feel like with kids and, and I feel like you'll find this as they as he gets older but like I mean the level of emotion that goes up and down with a child, right? It's just not how we function as adults. Like I don't Yeah. I don't yeah. see like normally my mirror neurons are firing and they're working for us, right? Yeah. But when your kid is just throwing a tantrum, I can't help but it's like I yeah I can't shut off my mirror neurons all of a sudden. Yeah, I just like all oh, yeah. of a sudden my so heart those... rates up, you know. Yeah, so it's like a wild if, you're, thing. if you're able to recenter, that's that's a yeah, that's, that's, that's a gift.
3: A... <laughs> I mean it's 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 definitely like take a step outside, take a deep breath because like you said, it's like you feel your body react chemically of like this is that part's happening. You can't stop that. But but I right, I just right. I, I if I'm lucky I can make the decision to just not let that reaction come you know pouring out of me. But right. yeah, like it's it's funny you hear you say that of, of how like the, where how they live their life, like the the emotional um, spectrum of how extreme it can get. Because there are times where Gus won't let his teeth get brushed, and that pisses him off. But then not being allowed to hold the toothbrush.
2: <laughs>
1: pisses him off
3: too, so it's like you want to hold this thing that you don't want to use. This is complicated.
1: Oh, dude! I mean, <laughs> you must be going dude,
3: through a weird thing in there.
1: <laughs> when my kids were able to start to grasp logic, it just your life slowly starts to get easier because there right. they're, those first couple of years. Although I should say a caveat, I'm sure if my wife were in here, she would be like, "Well, they get this from you, and you still can't grasp logic a lot." But there's so, there's just these times where like the things that you are, both things that you want are are contradictory. You can't. You just want to be like, "Why? How do you not see this?"
3: Yeah, we have to leave if you want to go see mom. We have to do both. Like that has to happen. <laughs> <laughs> you can't you can't see mom and have us stay.
1: Yeah, that's
0: not, that's that's <laughs> not how this is happening. <laughs> So, so, okay, What one, we got a couple questions we asked at the very end right, right before that. Here's one thing I was curious about. Like with you and and I wonder with Mandy both, if you, um, what would, like as you think about Gus growing up and let's say here in the next like year or two, what is the music that you're like, this is the first, this is the stuff I want to kind of, this is the first stuff I want him to be listening to. And I mean, I know that's happening now, but like, mm-hmm. have you already sort of had that? You know, that's one thing we always, I laugh at my friends here in Nashville, musician friends, is like, there's this hysterical <laughs> sort of like pressure on like, oh God, what if if I, if I start him with Stevie, he's going to, then he's going to hear the, it's not going to make sense. Okay. If we start, let's start with the Beatles, but ah, jam- <laughs> let's start with no, 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 Bob Wills. That's too far back. Let's go. You know, like, I, I don't know why I felt this huge. In fact, we're going, we're heading out uh, next week to California for spring break. And literally, I'm not lying to you. It's going to be my kids' first time in California, and I'm already thinking about what is the music. It should be the Beach Boys as we're driving, because whatever cement, they're going to remember, like, right. oh, I remember that song because we were in California, and I'm already doing this thing where I'm like, oh, God, no, I'm kind of driving on. In fact, I felt terrible. They wanted to listen to some song the other day. <laughs> this is awful. <laughs> and I literally said I wasn't going to listen to it.
3: <laughs> like, No, no. Yeah, like, no. there's some
0: song on the radio, and I was like, I'm sorry, but we're not listening to that song. And I was like, oh my God, I'm that guy. And, and they were that's like, wow, I was funny. like, and I literally said, it's just, it's not a well-written, I love y'all, it's a terrible <laughs> it's song. And I was like, I can't believe I'm saying this. You're like, all right, but like, we the- can
1: listen up until the second pre, but then after that, <laughs> yeah, then, your God. sense of structure is going to be Just get off good. of the then, one.
3: Then he okay? rhymes maybe with baby and we're turning And on. I'm out,
1: I'm out. So, I mean, have y'all you, have you all thought about
0: that with him? Or have you sort of had that moment where you're like, okay, well, I got to start thinking about
3: like- Um, I guess so. I mean, like one funny way that that's, meant, that's shown up is when he was first born. Uh, I don't know why, but we just started playing that box set of Roger Miller just from top to bottom, and it was just oh wow! Great. And so all of his like burp, <laughs> like all of his funny sounds and stuff. I was I just thought like this this feels appropriate and fun, and he and and I I'm, I can't imagine Gus was really clocking it, but I feel like his like cells were, <laughs> and when everything is just G's, C's, and D's, he's like this is fine, and then um and then one day. Um, I put on uh B- bitches brew cuz I wanted to listen oh, to wow. it. And um oh, and That's a jump. It, it went so far out and he and I was just holding him and we were fine. I turned on the music and he slowly starts like fading and no. like ah and starts screaming <laughs> crying. And I was like what's wrong? Is he hungry? Is he this? Is he that is he even dirty <laughs> diaper? And like and then and then I paused the music and he's like oh and he stops crying. You are kidding like, me. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like obviously again, I don't know if he's clocking it intellectually i just think it's like this this is so discordant and right, it's and it's right. and it's hurting my like on a cellular level it's disruptive
2: <laughs> yes. he's like um, i'm
0: about
3: to split into two yeah yeah so and so everything got less way mellow when when that went off
0: isn't so that, that was fascinating, fascinating?
3: yeah but I've i mean i haven't heard of that i haven't thought about what the show burst i mean like i you know you see these these silly reports of like player your kid classical music and it'll be smarter it's like what that there's that's so vague in so many different ways it's so <laughs> impossible to prove right it's such a, yeah. a, a like a, like a very annoying thing to say and now now i'm weirded out by it and like scared that, that might be true but i'm sure it's not um and same <laughs> with like jazz or whatever like he'll be smarter if you play him jazz like that doesn't mean anything i don't know what you're saying
0: right um, you're like right. he just got violent when i played him yeah, jazz
3: yeah, yeah that's true um but then um yeah, I mean, like I do want to do the Beatles chronologically. I want to do all that stuff. My dad' in response to what you did the other day with your kids, like, I do have to give him credit for being very patient with my tastes, because, mm. um, you know, he showed me, he gave me a foundation, a very good, strong stuff, and like, in I come being like, Matchbox Twenty's the best band ever, and he's just <laughs> like, whoa, like, and like the first, the first CD I ever bought was men in black soundtrack that uh, was what I, we were like at we were men at, men. <laughs> we were at like the blockbuster and and so obviously a great extensive <laughs> uh, uh catalog of options um of albums and i was like looking at stuff but they have like you know i'm sure they had like best of eagles and and you know like beatles one and all, all of these like staples that any store has yeah and i'm like that's the one men in black soundtrack. And he's like, what, this is your memory for your whole life. And you're going to do that. And he let me, and he didn't judge. And he didn't uh, say a good word Good for him.
1: Good so for like, him.
3: it's like, wow. He, and I'm, and I'm, and I grew past it. Thank God.
1: Um, I'm imagining um, him like in some kind of like support group, you know, for, for parents <laughs> and someone goes I, and they're like, yeah, we don't know where Sandra is. She's been gone for, you know, and he's like, well, <laughs> buckle up for this one. <laughs> Taylor He could have picked Beatles One, Eagle, Eagles greatest hits uh, He went for Men in Black So yeah. And they're just like He'll come back He'll come well, back You know what i think thinking too Taylor that's
0: even worse Is for an R&B head like him It's it's terrible covers of great artists. Right, you know, right, so you're right. not even. You're he just sit in the car like his hands are bleeding from gripping the <laughs> wheel. You're like, Dad, what is wrong? One of my favorite stories. One of my friends. I think about this story all. It, it is my favorite child. Like my friend uh, told me this story in college, and every time I think about it, it makes me so happy. But his mom, he and his brother, he had an older brother, so the older brother was like the supplier. Like he got the tapes. You know, this is back when tapes were a thing. Yeah. And it was a Violent films tape, which, you know, had uh, uh, uh let me go on, the mm-hmm. blister in the sun. Well, there's a song that was called, I think, can I get one more, give me one more? And it's like, got all these F-bombs in it. And so he said, his his brother and he are starting to get really scared because it's gone through blister in the sun and now it's getting to that song. And he said in one fell swoop, like, and they're little, he said, like, they were in there. This is like pre-10, I think like, they are young. He said in one fell swoop, he said, like, I've never seen another human being do this, he said, as the first f bomb hits, my mom had rolled the window halfway down, hit eject, and thrown the tape out in the most wow. smooth, like
1: like just hadn't even whack. hadn't even got to the k sound <laughs> No, no, he, just and C. he said
0: like before they'd be like, mom, they're not the m from mom is not even out yet, and it's already halfway into the street, and she's rolling the window back up, and I was just wow. like, I feel that on such a deep level just like the parental sort of and he said it was just like nothing was said the car just kept driving and that was this understanding of like well we took a risk and we lost on that
2: <laughs>
3: wow i'm it, 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 that reminds me that like because you guys have been talking about like these fe- these these like thoughts of like how we want to raise them and what uh, intentions and and uh, i don't know like parent radars and uh, that's one like and then you've been then mentioning swear words I don't have that. I mean, I know my kids won and I'm probably jumping a few steps, but just, I don't think I care. And I, and I, yeah. and, and I know my parents cared a lot. My parents were like, you cannot swear. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, you know, people will come over and they'll swear in front of Gus who doesn't understand that much anyway. And I'm like, oh, I don't care. I'd swear all the time in front of him. And I don't know if it's just like never having been professional in my whole life, but. <laughs> but I I worry like is that gonna is that switch gonna flip at some point where I will care like well hey kid you do gotta go to school i like try not to say <laughs> yeah. that stuff that I don't right. care about but
2: right. <laughs> yeah
3: I don't I did is that when did that stuff show up for you guys if if it did
1: Well, you know when Dave when you were talking about that violent films tape it reminds <laughs> me of this like uh I mean like in my house like we did not swear like my yeah. mom still. Uh you know she does not like swearing. I mean I'm, I don't know that my, my dad doesn't really swear either but it's not not a thing for him but swearing never doesn't doesn't bother me but I grew up in a house where it's like you don't you do not swear. We do not swear. Yeah. But my favorite record of all time is Ben Folds 5 Whatever Never Amen. Great, right? and, I mean that record changed my life. And I was in 8th grade I think when I heard it for the first time. <laughs> I remember time. this. <laughs> and I brought it home and I like I had it on loop, 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 and my parents—they uh, were fine with it. I mean, I'm sure my mom. I, I just have to imagine that they had conversations like right. in, back in their room, where my dad's like, "No, Tammy, you cannot go throw that CD away," because right. I think my the important. musician in my my yeah. dad and the, and and my mom could see like, well, this is music that he's really connecting with." On a on a deeper level than like oh I like that he's it's punk or whatever you know, but yeah. there have there was there were other records where um you know my dad actually threw a, a uh, I think it was a Color Me Bad record oh like my same gosh. same story what a he threw <laughs> he threw a Color Me Bad uh, tape out the window we were all like in the car. Listen, it was like, 80s, no, man. this, this doesn't have enough redeeming quality. <laughs> I'm just throwing can it. you imagine, can you imagine the trash
0: collectors every day? Is like, anybody want to color me bad? Yeah. Like, no. Okay. Oh, follow films. Here's one. Uh, like just going down there. Yeah. I think, I think I, I, I am, I am, I am curious to see with my kids. Cause you know, 10 years old, I mean, and John's not far behind me with Luca, but you know, it's, it's like, it's crazy to see how much I'm clocking that stuff when we're watching something or, you know, some friend or one of us sort of lets something slip in the room. And I'm kind of like, I'm, I mean, I'm immediately like staring at my kids like, oh gosh, is this, are we cool? Like, where are we with this? <laughs> you know, like, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Ben, you know, like has been sort of like analyzing this or, um, it, it, so I don't know. Yeah. That whole, that whole thing is an yeah, interesting wow it's a it's a weird i think the thing that gets really and this will you may see this sometime with gus i think when it gets you really you really realize you realize quickly how you feel the first time i think they probably say something right and you're a, like whoa. oh that yeah <laughs> Like, hold <on>. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> i didn't know i felt this way about this or you're like yeah, yeah i don't care just don't say it in front of your teacher whatever it is but it's a way it's kids are all that to say i think kids are funny because you can have these really um you know, I feel like I had all these thoughts about things. And then the minute they get chucked into your life, you're kind
1: of like, I don't know if that's quite as sturdy as that yeah, thought. Yeah, yeah right, <laughs> you know. right. Man, yeah, I, I mean, I, my cursing uh, career was at its height in fifth grade. So uh, I'll have to, just, oh, wow. I'll just have to file Clay. that back. I, we, yeah. we, we, we switched schools and went to a different school. And I remember riding the bus to Kilbuck Elementary for the first time. And I was, it was just like a different world. It was uh, like right. it was Slam. like when Pinocchio went to the you know whatever island. that island was called yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah so misfit toys misfit toys
0: yeah. Taylor this is you have given us so much your time so we we um, end with asking a couple questions I'll ask the first one um, what's the one thing you want Gus to know?
3: Mm. I want him to know how. Um, how important and this man I'm super dad, but um, how important reading is, I don't care what he reads. I don't mm-hmm. care what he's into, but I just find that when someone is an avid reader, everything works out. And I, it mm-hmm. sounds a little oversimplifying, but I think it's just a reality. Um, and I don't wow. mean that in terms of like, uh, like career success, although maybe that too, but, but more just like when you, when you have that relationship, when you give enough of it about other people's thinking Um, and you can't put books down. Um, you can't, you, you, you just, you, you can't sink that low. You can't, I don't know. That's how I see it. And Mm, and I want, I hope, I hope, I hope he finds that.
1: Mm, Yeah.
0: Wow. I
3: love that. That's great.
1: Okay. Last question. Um, the day has come you have passed on It's your funeral. What do you hope Gus gets up in front of everybody and says
3: that, um, He's the first son ever that wasn't that annoyed with his dad. (laughs) 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 Um, I I I I um I want him to say that he loved being around me. Like I know Mm -hmm. that's again that's very oversimplifying. And I love being around my parents, but there is that, and they're aware of this too. But there's there's those cliches of like parents are in town. Like thank God it's only a week. Or "Ah, like I just hope Mm -hmm. that those jokes aren't funny to him. Um, mm-hmm. I hope he has no, no basis for that. Um, wow. yeah. and, and I, you know, like, yeah, that's a, that's a toughie. Cause like, I look at, I look at how people parent and, and, and I look at, especially, you know, people our ages now, people are older and their relationships with their parents. And so much of it is, um, when the parents maintain a certain amount of independence, cause it's, it's, and I feel like it's a real trick and I feel like, even though you guys, your guys' kids are much older than Gus, I would imagine you're as much in this part of this conversation as, as I am. But we we make our lives our, we make our kids our lives in a mm. certain way. Like if we have a free second, it's yeah, it's theirs, um, I assume. And um, and then there comes a point where they move out, and you get your. And I just want to, I don't know. You see so many people whose parents are still, they still can't let go of living for their children. And Mm -hmm. while that feels that sounds so noble and beautiful, um, I don't ever see that being the healthiest thing for those relationships. And anytime I see parents still living for themselves, I see children who love their parents and love being Mm. around them. You know that um,
0: that, yeah. that that was some of the first wisdom that I ever got, and it, it was copious amounts of it at the same time. Where so many people that I really respected were like, "Look, if your marriage stays the priority, your children yeah. sl- slot in so well. It's like there is just something native to a child yeah. that when it knows, like from the top down, this thing is situated right. Like, yeah. they love me, but they really love each other." And I'm yeah. here, and I'm a part of it, but it just sets the thing upright. It's like everything sort of is balanced. Yeah, um, and and so I, I think you nailed it. Yeah, I think it's so important, and it's hard too, as you know, because you do love these little things, and you're so cognizant of them, and you're trying to think about them, and but at the same time, it's like um, I think they do better when they can see like, oh man, they're good. Like they care yeah. for each other. They're they're nurturing each other, and then we sort of catch the the you know there's intention there too but we're also this thing is sturdy and it's gonna be okay like they're yeah it's
3: yeah and and even like yeah all facts right there but i even see how it works how because we're already at this place of like oh we have no plans on thursday and um you know so and so wants to see us and like part of us we're just like, let's just not do it. Let's just like put, put Gus to sleep and like watch like three seconds of a thing on TV and fall asleep as yeah. fast as possible. <laughs> and it's and it's and obviously you guys are past the stage, but um, I think for me it was like, oh, it's very easy to see. I could do the math now on how people's lives get um, yeah, yeah, too too small. Um, yeah, where yeah. like, oh, th- those friendships I did not nurture because it wasn't convenient that night, um. Mm-hmm it makes a lot of sense. Um, I have, we have a lot of friends, but, but I, but I could, I could, I just, I just feel like the slight, that that, that, that little like, tw- you know, twitch in your eye of like, Oh, I could see how I could sink into never seeing anybody again. Oh, man. Um, yeah, and, totally. <laughs> and, um, and so I, it's like, Oh, I, I want to make sure I don't do that. Um, because it, 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 it yeah, I don't know that I mean, for a non-parent, that might sound like the craziest thing I just said, but,
0: oh,
2: no.
3: but, um, But yeah, so it's like I I want to make sure to take care of all that, so that our lives stay rich outside of the best part of it.
0: Yeah, and can inform the family experience. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Well, dude, thank you so much for your time. This this is fun. So, So so you
3: guys, I think y'all are playing shows again soon, right? Yeah, our next run, I think it just got announced. Uh, Our next run will be backing up Mandy. um,
2: Oh, nice! Cool.
0: Should come out. Nice, yeah, man. For sure, definitely be out for that. God, you're a legend this this was so fun you're the best Thank
1: you so much on. you so know i rich. have to con i have to confess that uh, i was thinking about this when you said that y- your answer about reading and how important that is so i saw you once this is the only time i've, I've actually like seen you in person in barista parlor in nashville this was probably <sighs> six years ago maybe and i I saw you walk in and you were carrying, I thought it was so cool, I was like, hey, everyone else in here has, a, has an iPhone and a computer. He walks in with this giant book that looked like it came off like a sunken ship or something like that. And I'm like, that is so cool. And I walked up to you and I was like, I mean, I, I had to restrain myself from just taking up whatever time you had that day. And I, I just walked up to you and I was like, hey man, I think you're the greatest. <laughs> and you go, oh, wow. oh thanks, man! <laughs> and I and I walked off. And I was like, I did it. I restrained myself. I'm gonna get in my car. I'm gonna drive away.
2: <laughs> that is so great. I love that. <laughs>